serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth, exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze, as we are just a little under half an hour away from getting our ball game underway as tonight's matchup. A historic rivalry that has been some great matchups and will continue to be great matchups as the 5-0 Hallsville Indians come to town here to face your 2-3 and three Southern Boone County Eagles. And as I said, a historic matchup of sorts. Tonight's game is meeting number 13, lucky number 13 between the two teams. And really, it should be a heck of a game tonight on both sides. Yes, it should. Um, Hallsville three years ago already had a pretty good program, pretty comparable to what we had here at Southern Boone. And then they go out and hire a coach <laughs> down the road from Battle High School who did a wonderful job in there. So Coach Con years in a pretty short time has turned out to be one of the best coaches in Missouri, if not all of Missouri. I think he's 22 and eight in his two and a half years, two and a half seasons so far and his worst year last year was 7-5 and five and still ended up winning the district championship. So he's 2-0 district champions his first two years. He's got a hell of a program going. He's got a great attitude. Um, the players believe in him. The community is backing him. Just a great little program we have coming into to town tonight to see us. Well, you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, that's the thing that uh, his record overall is 76-29. and 29. So he's a coach that knows how to get wins out of his program no matter what program he's given. No matter what the players look like, he finds a way to get them to win. And up until two years ago, they had uh, just made it into districts. They had lost in 16 in the district quarterfinals. The next year was the district semifinals. 18 was the district quarterfinals. And then the last two years, claiming the district championships and making it into the state uh, playoff race, they were unable to win a state tournament. 
but still making it to the uh, state round is is uh, anytime we know the teams that that play in those, and anytime they can make their way towards that, that just shows the caliber of the team. But as we said tonight, lucky number thirteen matchup so far. Hallsville leads the series seven games to five. So with the win tonight, the Eagles could inch a little bit closer, but still not be at five hundred in the series. They are riding a one game. Uh, losing streak at the moment are the Eagles. Their last matchup was a couple years ago in uh, 2019. It was a 33-21 to 21 loss. So I see... Uh, Remember that game well. I see head coach Trent Tracy headed up here. So we're going to take a quick break and then be back and get his thoughts about uh, tonight's matchup as uh, we are in our pregame show, the exclusive home for Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care welcome back to the southern boone county eagles pregame show here on the show me sports network we're joined by southern boone county eagles football head coach trent tracy coach tracy thanks for joining us before tonight's game oh i appreciate you having me well last week your eagles hit the road and traveled to eldon to play the hosting mustangs in a class three district five matchup it was also a tri-county conference matchup your squad was able to pick up win number two with an exciting and impressive 58 to 50 victory what were your thoughts on the game from last week oh man it was a roller coaster of ups and downs league changes both teams up two scores down two scores momentum shifts like crazy happy to see our boys you know go out there and, and fight through adversity and come out with the win. Obviously, Coach Garris, our D coordinator, you know, not not very happy with the way the defense played. A lot of those are the same guys who play offense. You know, in the state. We put more points on the board. It looked like one of them uh, crazy scores. It could be a college basketball score the way it, it ended, 58-50. But, uh, you know, happy to come away with the win, and, and, and at the end of the day, a, a win is a win. Well, you very much hit it on the head that it was a roller coaster ride. It was uh, face some adversity, your squad did, but it seemed like they reacted well and, and handled it well. I mean, there was never really, until late in the game, there was never really uh, a chance that they were, you know, off the roller coaster or out of that adversity. Yeah, and I think it started with, with the kickoff return. Well, when we were down by 12 early in the game, and then, you know, we were able to return that kickoff for a touchdown, Chase Morris, you could just feel the, the momentum shift. Like, okay, we're, we're going to be okay. We're down, but we're not out. That was a huge play, and we end up with a two-score lead eventually, and I'm like, okay, we, we got this, but I, I remember that when they played Osage the week before or two weeks prior when Osage played Eldon, Osage was up on Eldon two scores, and Eldon tied it up and won it in overtime, and I try to keep reminding my kids, like, these guys aren't going to quit. They're going to be back for more, so huge momentum shifts there towards the end of the game special teams wise really played a huge key factor in that victory and happy to walk off that field with it with a victory because it felt like it was out of our hands and in our hands and we gave it back got it back at the end of the day it, w- it was enough to win well Eldon was able to score in their first possession then you guys started getting the drive going you fumbled it back to them they went down the field and scored on a second time there what did you tell the players at that point being down 12 to nothing early in the first quarter I mean, we just got to respond. You know, that's, that's a, a quick thing we say all the time is 
you know, even if we give up the first score, it's, it's our turn to answer. We got to answer. We got to respond, trying to, to keep them in it. You know, there's no secret message or rub the, the magic bottle. It's just you got to go to work. And sometimes in games, there's a feeling out process or, you know, you think plays are going to be there and they're not. Their plays were working and ours weren't. So you just had kind of have to adjust. And once we got moving, it felt like offensively we were our own worst nightmare a few times, but they really couldn't stop us. Well, at that point, and you alluded to this earlier, sophomore return man Chase Morris took the ensuing kickoff 80 yards to the house. Your Eagles went on to score on the next three possessions as well, including the defense getting two fumble recoveries. That was a huge momentum changer right there. Yeah, it was. I mean, everybody knows what offense Elton's going to run, and they know the key to that offense is getting first downs, moving the stick, running clock, and no turnovers. And if you can for a loss on first down or you can force turnovers, that's going to mean success for you. Causing two turnovers and, and capitalizing with scores off both those were huge because you felt the momentum shift back to us and then eventually it went back to them. But you got to seize your opportunities. And, you know, with that big running back they had, man, he was, he was a load. Hats off to him. And, you know, we may end up seeing him again later on in the season, but he was a tank. Luckily, uh, wasn't quite as prepared for uh, deep kicks, and we, we were able to take advantage of that as as the game went on. Well, late in that first half, the Mustangs were able to recover an onside kick while well, it was an offensive fumble that took the score to halftime, thirty-four to twenty-eight in favor of Eldon. You know, in the locker room at halftime, what what was the what was the mood? Because you just kind of you know you alluded to that that they had the momentum, you guys got it back, and then then it just went right back there right before the end of halftime. Um, you know, the mood probably really kind of like all of us, we, we were a little like numb to what just happened, just all the change in momentums. But at the end of the day, you know, we talked about defense and we're asking you to do things, do your job, rally to the football, force turnovers and get stops. And I don't think it was a lack of effort. Just sometimes you're out, man, when you got a 230 pound running back coming at you and you're weighing a buck 75 playing linebacker, you better bring it all. <laughs> you're, you're you're not going to win them all, a lot of them, but if you're going to win anything, you've got to bring it all. And offensively, we, we really didn't talk a whole lot because we kind of got in our groove and we saw what was working and we were going to stick with it. It wasn't a lot of huge adjustments, just kind of really a calling out character and focusing on the task at hand and what it's going to take. You know, the day they, they, they fulfilled that. Well, the second half of the game was very much another back and forth. Both teams really exchanging blows between each other. Offensively, you kept on the gas. You kept the foot down, kept going defensively. You guys were all over the place and were wreaking havoc, including forcing Eldon to turn it over on downs twice. Yeah. Again, you know, you get that lead and, you know, I will give them credit. They have really improved their passing game. This year, it's a lot better than it has been in the past and their quarterback. Those are really good ball. You know, their bread and butter is running the football. And when you get those, that two-score lead late in the game, you might run a big one, but running the ball is usually a clock management tool also. And when you're down, you got to score quick. And so we put them in some situations, I think, that they had to do what they don't like doing, even though they've improved on it. It, it definitely forced their hand to get out of their comfort zone a little bit. It paid off for us. Well, momentum was definitely back and forth, but I think it really pegged to your side in the fourth quarter when Eldon made a mental mistake and gave up the safety on the kickoff return. You know, that was something that uh, just at that time they couldn't afford to do, but they did, and you guys never looked back. Yeah, I said it earlier in the year. You know, Carter Salter has a, a, a very, very strong leg. Those first three games of the year, though, we face an all-state returners. 
and you know it's like we we don't want to kick it to them deep because they could take it to the house but you know friday night we started to see we wanted to challenge them and they had one deep returner so when you have one deep returner you leave two big gaps outside the hashes on the right and the left and we, we called several kicks to the outside the left hash deep and forced their big running back to have to run over there and try to catch it one time he touched it and then he picked it up and ran backwards and decided to take a knee well in, in high school football you know that that's a safety and uh another time he doesn't catch the ball in the air and tackle him in there inside the 15 and those are huge and we gave up more yards than we gained but i think that really attributes to the starting position on the field you know we were forcing them to start almost every drive inside their 20 where we were starting our drives on the 40 yard line plus those bats are there to guide you to wins but at the end of the day even though we got out games we scored more points um, i think a huge part of this this last week was really because of special teams yeah i absolutely agree and you know the thing that i really liked when i saw the safety that i, I really liked and keyed on was the fact that you know in football there's there's a, a term that uh you know you throw around called football iq and it's not really something that you can always teach a player. They just they, they have to understand the game. And I don't think there was a single player that was out there on that kick, the uh, that was on the kick coverage, nor very few on the sidelines that weren't indicating that was a safety well before the officials seemingly even thought about it was supposed to be a safety. Yeah, I actually noticed that even more so after the game when I was watching film and just see film and you see all these kids running with their hands held together above their head and you're like man that that's pretty cool we talk about a lot of different situations but we probably talk about them once a year and uh, right. for them to retain that knowledge and to understand in the moment like hey that's a safety and you know i was happy to see the officials come together and talk about it and it wasn't a, it was a safety but sometimes you know those are hard calls to make and they definitely made the right call because there was touch he did touch it outside the end zone and then brought it back in huge momentum shift because then they have to punt to us and then we get a good field position off the punt and we're able to score again i think too the thing that's really important about that is watching the players is one that they're all dialed in as well. Um, not just knowing what the situation was, as you said, you know, something they don't see that often or you talk about very little, but they were dialed in and, and everybody was still was still helping row, even though they might have been a little gassed, a little tired. They were still giving 110%. Yeah, and, you know, I've said it from the beginning of the season, you know, we are young or we are young and inexperienced or just inexperienced. And each game, I, I really believe that we are getting better. You know, we started the season off. Our first three opponents, if you look at the rankings, are now are all in the top ten in the state. You know, Odessa being the number one team in the state. We're definitely battle-tested. We've seen some very quality opponents. I mean, I don't think there's a bottom feeder in our conference this year. So, uh, you know, each week is so important. But I, I do believe, even with injuries, I and mean, not always having all of our starters out there, that we are definitely – gaining momentum as the season's going on and our goal is always to be playing our best at week 10. Well and in that final quarter too your squad outscored Eldon 23 to 8 and it also included the, the last uh, the last gas effort on uh, Eldon's part but that was really probably the best defensive series that I, I think we've seen your squad have. Yeah and, and they was really just gut check time. They had right around a minute to go. Luckily, they were out of timeout. They were calling them while we had the ball in offense. And really, it was just, guys, you see what's left. You, you know, this is all we're asking is less than a minute of play. And they have no timeouts. And they've got to go 90 yards to score. We know what they're going to try to do. It's our job to stop them. I thought our D-line, our pass rush increased time in the game when 
guys should be their most tiredest, picked up a big sack in there for some quick throws and got the ball back and were able to just line up on, what, about their five-yard line and, and run our victory formation and take a knee. Well, the game saw just shy of 1,000 yards of combined total offense. <laughs> both, both teams having 315 yards on the ground. You know, it's starting to set that tempo with the ground game that, that you've talked about these last several weeks. We're starting to kind of see that tempo get set and that tempo get raised a little bit each week. Yeah, there's no secret to it. I, I mean, we run a spread offense, but we, we have got to be able to run the football. It's high school. We're never going to throw the ball 35 times a game. You know, there's just too many bad factors to me that happen when you throw it that much. When you run the ball, if you're running back, can love the football. That's why I always say love the football. That's ball security. No fumbles. If we can sustain our blocks, we fire off low, throw our hands, run our feet up front, we, we can have success. If we can't run the ball, there's a good chance that we probably can't pass it very well either. Really pushed a lot onto our O-line and our running backs, the importance of the role that they play in our success, and uh, really starting to see things start to click. And prior to Friday night, I had told the team, you know, we're probably going to have to throw the ball a little bit more just based on what Eldon was running a 4-3 defense. They've got seven guys in the box and we have five linemen so we have five blockers for their seven guys but the way the game went is the run game was working and we rushed for 315. Well and you're starting to see too in the stats for for the ball carries that you know it doesn't really matter who's carrying it they're averaging five six seven or more yards a carry which is great to see and I mean that's pretty much across the board of the running backs but how much does that change what you can do on a drive when you're gashing yardage like that? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. It's been a few years since we've had a, a feature back, and even when we had a feature back, it wasn't like he got 30 carries a game. We always try to spread it out a little bit. Most of our best running backs are also key defensive players for us. So, you know, even Friday night, I think six kids carried the football, and it's just, it's really kind of demoralizing when you're on defense and the team's just running the ball, and they're moving the chains, and it's like we're trying to stop them, but we can't figure it out. Like, that hurts pride. And so our, our, our hope with our run game is that we hurt teams' pride. And, and if they start putting more guys in the box, then, then we open up the, the passing game. Well, last week's game, too, you know, it was a great game to call. It was a great game to watch. It was a game, too, that, you know, at times it looked like it was going to be a, a, a track meet. And then other times it looked like it was going to end up in a chess match. And then I think the second half, it looked like it was going to be a chess match track meet of sorts when you just didn't <laughs> know which way it was. But it was a, a great victory to build up for this week, I think. Yeah, it was. And two teams play in that game and somebody's going to leave happy and somebody's going to be upset. The past two weeks, you know, 24 to 20, 58 to 50, like they've both been one score games. And it's huge for our kids to see that they can battle through tough times within a game. They can they can come back even if they're trailing the whole game. That's huge for them to see that. If they trust the process, good things can happen. If they if they abort the process, if they try to delineate from the process, we're not going to have success. It's just got to do your job, and good things most of the time will happen. Well, this week you get to entertain the home crowd again as you host the 5-0 Hallsville Indians. It's a Tri-Counties Conference matchup. Tonight's a, a big night as well because it's homecoming. And, you know, with, with, with it being homecoming, does that change the, the game prep at all? Some would say there's a lot of additional distractions and things throughout the week. 
our biggest distractions there Friday. They, they happen today with the pep assembly and, the, and the, the parade and then the dances on Saturday and their high school boys, you know, they're worried about what they're wearing and who they're going to the dance with. But, you know, we used to do powder puff and we used to do bonfires and basically had something every night. Kind of gotten away from some of those distractions just as a school overall. Plus, we got all kinds of events going on. It's kind of hard for people to attend those things. But, you know, I, I told the boys this week and a couple times, the only thing that really matters on homecoming is the homecoming football game. It's homecoming, and it all builds up to the football game. And if you win the football game, the dance is going to be a whole lot funner. So, you know, have fun with all the other things going on. But at the end of the day, when that bell rings at the end of school, my focus has to go straight to that football game because there's going to be a lot of people here. It's us in Hallsville. It's a classic rivalry. I was told when I got the job eight years ago that they were our rival. I said, okay, sounds good. And it's been a rivalry game ever since. They're going to travel well. They're 5-0. and They are a good football team. And they're coached very well. And uh, we, we are excited for the challenge. How has practice been this week leading up to the game? Yeah, it's been pretty good. We're trying to change a few things up this week at practice. Just kind of what we do on Tuesdays versus Wednesdays. Wednesday, we did have a, a lightning delay. We had to come inside for about 30 minutes. We were able to get back outside because it lasted about 10 minutes of pouring down rain, and there was some pretty bad lightning right over us. So went inside and, and just did some chalk talk and then went back out to practice. So, you know, overall, it's been a pretty good week of practice. We've got some guys banged up, injured. Some guys have been called upon to step up into their roles. And, you know, some backups, we're going to be looking to uh, have some big nights on Friday night. Well, and that's an opportunity, too, for them. You know, you, you never want to see anybody get, get banged up. And we're at that point now in the season where you start to see those those injuries, those those things just kind of kind of pop up and, and get some guys. But, you know, as you said, next man up, their chance to get under the Friday night lights and show what they can do. Exactly. And, you know, we try to make sure that they're prepared, but there's nothing that can prepare you until you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm starting now. I think those guys are ready to go. We trust them. We're going to depend on them to go out there. And at the end of the day, we just ask them to sell out, give full effort on every play. And if they do that, they are very capable of doing a great job. What do you expect to see the Indians do tonight? Well, you know, on offense, the offense starts with their quarterback. Tiger Cobb's been a starter under at quarterback for them, I believe, for the past three years. And he's a dynamic athlete. If you had to say, is he a better runner or, or passer? I think he's a better runner. Doesn't mean he's not a good passer. He's just very dynamic in the running game. And their offense is built right now for him to run the football. You know, they're going to run speed options, sweep read, quarterback, sweep. And, and he, he is a, he's very good. There's no sugarcoating it. He's fast, he's shifty, has good vision. He'll run through tackles if you don't wrap him up and drive your feet. So, you know, it starts with him, but it definitely doesn't end with him. You know, Harrison Fowler, the running back, broke a bone in his leg. I can't remember which, which bone in his leg in the district championships or quarter quarterfinals last year and you know he's coming back from that and he's looking strong they have a big target aj austin out wide and he'll line up in the slot but also outside receiver and I think he's probably six four six five it's a big target for them that they're going to definitely try to get the ball to up front their old line does a great job firing off running zone running some power some sweep read speed option they do a really good job they they, they get after it up front and defensively they, they operate out of a 3-3 stack a majority of the time they, they run cover three behind it out of that 3-3 stack they do a really good job of bringing pressure from multiple areas o-line wise we've got to have our eyes up we've got to communicate we've got to fire off low hard throw the hands and run the feet well coach tracy thank you for joining us before the uh again 
game tonight? Any final thoughts before you get out of here? No, no. Uh, it's, it's homecoming night. You know, we expect a big crowd, and we expect them to give them something to be proud of. Well, that's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Trent Tracy. We're going to take a break and be back with more on our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising in the locker rooms as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boot County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh -huh. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play -play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best game coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles radio network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze as we are just... About two and a half minutes away from getting our ball game kicked off is it is lucky number 13, the 13th matchup between these two teams, that being your Southern Moon County Eagles and the Hallsville Indians in a rivalry that has stood the test of time and will stand the test of time for many, many years to come in a game that for Hallsville, they come in 5-0. and For the Eagles, they sit at 2-3. and They are 2-2 two and two in conference play. And for the Indians, they are 3-0. and in the Tri-Counties Conference, this matchup 
going to be determined, I think, with how the field holds up. I think it's going to have a big, uh, big say in it as the field is very wet. It is very soggy. I had a chance to get down there and uh, feel it out a little bit, and there's some standing water on the sidelines, but uh, it definitely has absorbed some rain coin toss happening. We'll see that uh, Hallsville won the toss. They will receive, and both teams are going to get their final instructions before we are set to kick off here in just a couple minutes. Yeah, speaking of rain, we got an inch of rain a couple days ago, and it came down in over about a 15 to 20-minute span. So really, the water didn't have much anywhere to go really quickly. We've been pretty fortunate this year that we haven't had any rain to deal with, but uh, certainly the field's going to be a little bit soft. Yeah, it is, uh, it is. It looks good right now, but you can definitely tell where the band had been out there. And uh, like I said, I had a chance before the game to get out there a little bit and walk around, and it it is just a little bit soggy, and uh, we'll keep an eye on that as the night goes on. But I do think that it's going to play into the factor of the game conditions tonight. As we said, Haltville won the toss, so they will be deep back to receive as Salter will tee it up. Back to receive will be... Uh, Check a number here. That's Gabe Harbison. He is back to receive for Hallsville. Have a couple of guys back there, but have one, two at the 10 and one at about the five. So here the crowds start clapping. They are ready for football as it's also homecoming night here. So big crowd on hand. Saw the floats out front as well. As we are just about ready to get this 13th matchup underway, high end over end kick. It's going to be taken about the five by the near man. He's going to be straight up the middle on the far side with it. He'll be taken down right about the 25-yard line. Returning that kick was Ben Boyle. Great coverage by the kickoff team that time. And on that time, Hallsville made a mistake. The uh, up guy should have let the guy behind him get the ball. That way he would have an extra blocker. Um, but the first mistake there by Hallsville. Hallsville runs about 60% of the time, 40% of the time passing. Like the coach said, they can run it, they can throw it. They do about everything pretty well. So nice-looking offense. This is going to be a good, good challenge for the Eagles' defense. So Hallsville will have the football spotted at their own it's like 24-and-a-half-yard line. They'll roll on the far side with it, as keeping it is Tiger Cobb. And he's got short yardage on the quarterback keeper. Yeah, they ran the motion to the to their left side and did a call quarterback keeper all the way. He is a great runner. He's got good speed. He's got some good escapability and good power running, too, for being uh, about 170-ish, 5'11", I believe is what he is. So he's a little on the small side, but he's a good, tough runner. That'll bring up a second and six here as they'll start out with... Cobb and shotgun. Now he'll step forward a little bit. Looks like they're maybe trying to change the play. They've got a receiver on either side. As one back in the backfield does have actually two receivers near side with a wing. And they'll hand it off to their running back. That is uh, Fowler. He's going to be hemmed in quickly. And I do believe the football came out. We'll see who comes up with it. They're motioning that uh, the Eagles were unable to come up with it. They thought they had it. 
Great defense by the Eagles there. Good job by the linebackers filling, filling their lanes. Good job wrapping up. Uh, the running backs, like we mentioned before, just like the quarterback, they do have the ability to make the first person miss. So they'll spread out here on the near hash, working left to right on your media center. That was almost a false start, but dropping back is Cobb. He'll hit his receiver at the 40. That's a first down and more. That by A.J. Austin. He's across the 45, down at the 46, so picks up 10-plus yards there. Yeah, free free play there for the Hallsville Indians there. They're running back definitely was moving, but they don't always catch that. But uh, they ran double tight that time. That's a formation when they run double tight ends. They almost always pass. And when number seven by far is their favorite receiver. He's six foot four, big target. He's got good hands. I've seen him catch some balls with one hand before. Just all around great receiver. And for uh, Austin, 6'4", as you said, 195-pound senior. As they'll have trips on the far side, one near side handed up to Fowler straight up the middle. He's off to the races at the 30. Makes man miss 20, 15, 10, 5, into the end zone. Takes it for a 54-yard touchdown run. Huge hole up the middle. We mentioned on the pregame and also that the their offensive line, they're, they're pretty quick. They'll get off the ball quick. They'll, they'll definitely get you that first push. In that time, they had a huge hole in the running back. Hit it hard, and like we mentioned before, they're all really good at making the first person miss. That time, he made two people miss. Well, he is big, and he is fast, and he took it 54 yards to the house. So they are going to go for a two-point conversion here as they'll have twin receivers far side. They'll have uh, two backs in the backfield. They're offset. They'll send one to the far side. And the quarterback will keep it now, pitch it off to Fowler. He's going to be in there untouched for the two-point conversion. That was too easy. Beautiful play. I've always been a fan of the option. That was run to a T that time. Keep in mind the first play that they had, they ran the motion. Quarterback keeper to the left-hand side. Did the same thing this time, except this time, quarterback pitched the ball, and nobody was on the pitch man. He walked in untouched. Well, that stops the clock with 9.45 left to go here in this first quarter, and it is an 8 to nothing ball game in favor of Hallsville. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, More than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Well, it took four plays, 75 yards. Two-point conversion was good. That gives Hallsville the lead at 8 to nothing. 9.45 left to go here in this first quarter. As Hallsville will have it teed up, deep back to receive will be Morris as well as Smith. It's going to be a short kick taken on the fly. I believe that's Morris with it. He's across the 30, near the 35. Let's see who gets up from that. I think it was Smith. Yeah, I think you're right. That was Smith. They look very similar. These jerseys are very hard to tell who is who. Yeah, the home jersey is a little hard for us older folks up here to see. But uh, not a bad return. Caught it in the air. Caught it clean. Um, 
keeping control of the ball, ball control, make sure limiting turnovers is going to be a big factor if the Eagles want to come out of this game with a win. So they'll start on their own 36-yard line with the Eagles of twin receivers either way in the backfield. They'll hand it off, and plays just going to be busted back there. Well, just like Coach Tracy mentioned in the pregame, it's, it's almost like he studied this team pretty good. He had said that they bring pressure from many different ways. That was a very traditional up the middle. And he got through there clean and got almost to the quarterback um, running back exchange there. So that could have been a much uglier um, turnout. Well, Bowles takes it on that carry. So they do say he gained, or he lost a couple yards, rather. So same formation again. Rolling to the far side. Quick pass from Stillman. Off to his receiver. He's near the first down marker. Still on his feet at midfield. He's going to be taken down there near midfield. He picked up about 15 yards. Yeah, beautiful quick play. They rolled out Hayden. Um, they haven't rolled out Hayden much at all this year, but that time he did. Rolled him out just a, just a couple steps, and he was able to plant his feet when he threw him through a nice strike. And it was a beautiful play. Nice job, everybody, everyone involved there. That was caught by Kellen Ash. So he comes down with his first reception of the game. The six foot hundred and fifty pound sophomore. So again, same formation. Twins either way. Now they'll send one in motion. They're trying the end around. Trying to get the corner as Morris. Still trying to get the corner. He's made two or three men miss. He's back to the line of scrimmage before he's ushered out of bounds. But we've got a flag at the forty five yard line of the Eagles. I've always been impressed with Hallsville's linebacker play. They're always very disciplined. They're very quick to the ball. They make quick reads. That time, the first linebacker came up, but we got him hooked. The running back did a good job of hooking him, but it looks like our wide receiver got called for a hold that time. Well, that was a long developing play. He had to run from the far side to the near side here. Just couldn't find a break to, to cut it in, so he had to keep trying to stretch it out. And just runs out of real estate there. And with the flag, it really wouldn't have mattered what he did because they're going to back him up. And it's first in a lot as ball spotted. First and 20 now. Actually, first and 22 it would be. They've got to get to the 40-yard line. Stillman dropping back, has some pressure. He's going to roll to the far side, looking downfield still. And he's going to throw it, and it's caught somehow oh. by his receiver. As... Kellen Ash comes down with it, just took it away from the defender for the Indians. Great concentration that time. Uh, they play a three-man line. They, they blitz the linebacker. The offensive line did a great job of picking it up. So Kate, or Hayden had time. The first, his first read was covered, so he kind of moved out to the right, pointing to his receiver to go upfield. But the defense saw that too and almost came away with that. So it was great hands, great concentration by the Eagles receiver. Well, picks up about 17 yards. It'll be second and six. Again, they'll move Morris. And we've got another flag coming. Morris was in motion from the far side, but then one of the receivers here on the near side took off downfield. Yeah, you can't have two people moving at the same time in high school football in the United States. That'll be something they will watch on game film. And talk about it. So what was a second and six is now a second and 11 clock rolling 740 here in this opening quarter. Hallsville leads eight to nothing. Start to see a few dark spots on some of the jerseys for Hallsville wearing white jerseys. The home black slash dark gray with the crimson numerals. Stillman's going to look for the option here on the near side. Just threw it. 
behind, and that's a live Live ball. ball. And good job of the Eagles to cover up as they were trying to set up a little option over here. And I believe that was a a called option pass. So Hayden this time came to the left side. He was looking the pass pretty much from the get go, but he held on to it for a little bit. And by the time he finally threw the ball, he was upfield a little bit in front of the receiver, and that made it a, a backwards pass. So good job by the Eagles to cover that ball there. Evan stayed with it there and was able, crawling on his belly, to get that ball. As that was a live ball, it was thrown behind the line of scrimmage. Clock rolling, 6.40 to go here in this opening quarter. It's 8 to nothing. Hallsville, three receivers, far side, one to the right. Simmer to roll to the far side. He's going to keep it himself, take it up the middle. He'll be hemmed in. At the original line of scrimmage, he'll blow the whistle. So he picks up a couple yards, but he'll still bring up fourth and long. Not sure if that was a called quarterback draw or it got to the point where Hayden kind of just felt like it was getting to be a little uncomfortable. They did blitz a linebacker from our left side, and he was starting to get some pressure on him. So he rolled out to the right and tucked it up and ran it forward. So, so it does bring up a fourth and nine. Actually, say he gained about three and a half yards. So... He'll be in shotgun, has an empty backfield behind him. He'll take the low snap, roll to the far side. He'll pooch kick it. Good kick there as it'll drive the return man back to his 20. As Austin will return it here to the near side. Has some room, but he's running out of real estate. He'll be out near the 35-yard line. You know, that was an awesome kick. I thought we had him covered. I thought he was dead to rights. But it shows you how good number seven is. He hit stride and ran right past three. Eagles there. Nice play. He is a 6'495 pound senior. He definitely knows how to move those hips to be able to get around defenders and get upfield. So ball will be at the 36 yard line for Hallsville on their own 36. So they'll break the huddle here again, working left to right in the media center or on your app, however you're listening to our game tonight. They'll Give it to the first man through. He'll have short yardage, still working those legs, still moving the pile. That is Trenton Hobbs carrying it. Defensive line had a pretty good cover that time, but uh, Hobbs has showed how how strong of a runner he is. We had him for about a two-yard gain, but he kept on powering for another four yards. So fantastic run there, but good job by our defensive line. They had their lane stuffed and and had some blockage, but he just scored it through there. That'll be second and four here in shotgun. And they'll hand it off to Fowler. Nope, they didn't hand it off, keeping it as their quarterback in Cobb. Had me fooled. He'll get the first down, picks up about seven yards. Yeah, design quarterback keeper all the way. He just faked it like he looked like the running back was going to run to the left-hand side, but used a great offensive line push there. Like we said before in the pregame, this is a nice, it's an active offensive line. They fire off the ball pretty well, and they'll get that first pop on you pretty good. Well, Cobb made no delay in getting it upfield. He picks up that first down and bring up a new set of downs. Ball spotted just shy of midfield at the 49-yard line of the Indians. They'll have quad receivers far side, one near side. The uh, drop back is Cobb. He's looking to Anstein near side. He's got it for the first down. Picks up about 13, 14 yards. Great looking pass there. Like so they flooded the left side, the wide side of the field with three wide receivers. Had their Six-foot-four wide receiver, one-on-one with our guy, and just a nice, crisp pass. No no time for a pass rush, and a nice, nice good receiver. That was Austin on the catch. I think I mispronounced his name. 
when I called that. So he has the catch, has another set of downs, as up under center will be Cobb. Now he'll back out in shotgun, same formation. Quads on the far side, one here on the near side that will bring some extra coverage to cover over here. As Cobb will roll to the near side, he'll keep it himself. He's got five, six yards, drags the player. Yeah, that was an interesting adjustment this time by the Eagles. It was the same play as last time, same formation. They looked like they were trying to get it to their big receiver again, but this time Coach Garris dropped Bob Ambert out there, Aiden Bob Ambert out to uh, kind of give it a good shock off the line to kind of slow him down. And um, so the quarterback decided to keep it and got outside containment and still got three or four yards on, on a bad play. So I have two backs in the backfield, one in the hip pocket, one behind him as they'll hand it off straight up the middle is Hobbs. He's across the 20, the 15, 10, still on to the races. He's going to take it to the house on a 35-yard touchdown run. Yeah, it looked like the Eagle defense were really focusing on number seven and the quarterback. When the quarterback came to the ball off, we had a couple guys kind of staring, looking at the quarterback to make sure he, he, had, he did not have the ball. And by that time, the running back had already hit the hole, already 10 yards downfield. So number 30 certainly is their quick-hitting running back, but they both got good, good strength. That was a five-play, 64-yard drive. They will come on to try the two-point conversion. They now lead 14 to nothing. They'll have a heavy backfield. They'll send one in motion to the far side, and I had to delay again. Look up, play yeah. clock is down to zero. Yeah, that's what it looked like. That is delay a game. So they will back them up here, and looks like they're maybe going to try the old-fashioned PAT. Maybe not. They're just subbing out receivers. So they'll all look over, the Indians team will all look over to the sideline to get this call on this two-point conversion as they lead 14 to nothing, but trying for two. Probably going to be a pass here. Twin receivers either way, dropping back, throwing to the corner, over through Austin. That would have been an easy touchdown, but just overthrew him, so that keeps it at a 14 to nothing lead. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Hallsville unable to convert their two-point conversion, but they do have the 14-0 lead with 4.04 left here in this opening quarter, as really it's been all Hallsville to say the least. Good pressure by the defensive line on that conversion that time that caused Tiger Cobb to throw the ball a little bit earlier, which caused him to throw it a little bit high to his wide receiver. Yeah, it had to back him up too, kind of got him out of the rhythm. Had to back him up since they had to delay a game. 
So Smith will take the kick at about his 20, sorry, his 15-yard line makes one man miss, trying to make the wave of Indians, but he's going to be grabbed and thrown down near the 25-yard line. Well, the Indians' gunners down there, pretty slow to get up. Good job by the Indians' uh, coverage there, expecting the lanes, and good tackling. I broke that wedge up. Really no problem at all. So ball will be at the 26-yard line for the Eagles. They trail 14 to nothing, 357 here in this first quarter. Still going to be up under center, has two backs in the backfield. He'll give it to the second man through. He's trying to work through, and that is bowls, and he'll have short yardage. This might be a good series to try to get our run game going. I see one guy with a very clean jersey uniform out there for Hallsville, so they got some backups in, and uh, good, good time for the offensive line to fire off the ball quick and get a good pop and push this line backwards. Bowles picks up three yards there, bring up second and seven. Comes in with 462 yards on the season. That's on 65 carries. Again, same formation up under center. They'll give it on a crossing pattern. Fake it, actually. Stillman on the far side hits his receiver just shy of the first down marker. I believe that is Ash again. You know, that That's that, Morris, rather. That was that same rollout that we uh, had on the first series where he rolls up just a couple steps to get his... And he did a good, good job. That time he did, wasn't able to get his feet set before he threw, but he still threw a really good ball. Nice to strike. We might see a nice quick count here. Quarterback under center, quick count. Quarterback sneak maybe. Stillman will be up under center again. Third and looks like about less than one. He will keep it himself, pushing, pushing. That pile moves about five yards. He's got the first down. Nice push by the in interior defensive line. Jonas Sapp, Tyler Hildedick, and Donigan. Good job by the interior three. A new set of downs here, unofficially the first first down for the Eagles, three first downs for Hallsville in the game so far. It's clock nearing three to go here in this first quarter. Stillman again up under center. He'll put the ball on the ground, just fall on it. I think that slipped out of his hand as he was trying to fake it to his back. I think it might, might have been a fake with a bootleg to the right, but uh, somehow the ball got loose and landed on the ground. Yeah, it looked like that could have been, I agree, maybe a naked bootleg, but didn't have the opportunity because that ball squirted out on the grass. We said this, the field is very soggy here. There's some standing water in a couple places on the sidelines for the Eagles. So it'll bring up a second and long. It's second and 16. And Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll drop back, looking on the far side, and just threw an interception as he was looking to hit... His receiver and Tate John, and they just read it all the way and come up with the INT. Yeah, that's good scouting by the Indians there, that they know that when we're deep, we got a long second and long, third and long, that we do have a tendency to go for the wide receiver screen, which we did that time. And it was a little slow to develop, and that gave their linebacker, number 24, a good chance to uh, make that snag out of the air. So it'll be a turnover. For the Eagles, as ball will be spotted on the 32-yard line. So the Indians have short field as they lead 14 to nothing. Cobb will get it. He'll hand it off to his back. That's Fowler. He's off to the races. He's inside the 20 at the 15 down near the 10-yard line. He's got 
huge yardage there, another set of downs. Yeah, Hallsville ran a double formation that time. She's split on each side, spread them way out. And that's been a, a, a big passing formation for them most of the last two or three games. But this time, they ran it right up the gut where we had very few people. Ball spotted at the 12. Again, twin formation. Twins on either side. He'll fake the handoff now, pass it off to his receiver, who's at the 5. He's into the end zone for a 12-yard touchdown. Ball caught by Aiden Lampkins on that 12-yard touchdown pass. That time, the offensive line looks like they had a little, little wider splits that time, especially on the left-hand side. So, again, they're trying to spread our defense out. They faked it up the middle and then did a quick uh, play-action pass, a little hook um, to, the, to their slot man. Well, that 12-yard touchdown pass from Cobb to Lampkins. They're going to try the two-point conversion now. That was a two-play, 32-yard drive. Well, they'll send... One emotion from the far side. Cobb will keep it himself. He's going to take it in there untouched. He's got the two-point conversion. So Cobb gets the two-point conversion. And with a minute 43 left here in this first quarter, it is now 22 to nothing. So we'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! That last scoring drive for the Indians was a two-play, 32-yard drive, 20-yard return, or sorry, 20-yard rush, and then a 12-yard pass as they'll hit a shorter kick. It'll be taken by one of the upmen about the 30. He's at the 35, still on his feet near the 40. A decent return there. That was McKee carry, uh, returning that. The Hallsville offense is really almost one of those perfect offenses when you see it. They got two good quality running backs. They got a quarterback who can run and can throw, multiple receivers. They'll run a dozen different formations throughout the game, so it's really hard to get to know exactly what they're going to do. They, it's a really, really, really efficient, really tough offense to, to defend. They'll send Evans in motion, but second uh, handoff to the second man through. And that is Bowles. He gets about 11, 12 yards. Nice job of some misdirection there. Yeah, nice misdirection there. Good job of the lineman getting off the ball. Um, had a good five yards down, push downfield. So that'll be around midfield is where the ball will be spotted. So one play. 
New set of downs here as they'll have two receivers again either way. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll have Bowles behind him. He'll send. Morris in motion. They'll roll to the near side. They'll pitch it off as Bowles has it. Now he cuts up the middle. He's got four, three, four, five yards there. That last play was a great example of both teams running the play perfectly. The linemen did a good job blocking. The wide receivers did a good, good job blocking. Running back on that quick toss did a good job finding the hill, the hole. The defensive lineman did a good job of spreading them out. Their end did a good job of getting curve back in. Their linebackers did a fantastic job of flowing to the ball. Just a great play. That'll bring up second, second and seven as they'll give it to Bowles again. Actually, Stillman will keep it himself, pulled it out last minute. He'll get three yards on the play. It'll bring up a third and about three, although we're probably going to take us to the end of the quarter. Yeah, that was a play there where we, we pulled the left guard and pulled the left tackle to the right. So you're trying to get the defense to think we're going to our right, but Hayden instead kept it, hoping that the defensive end comes down hard and leaves the outside open. But that time, uh, the Hallsville stayed home, did a good job of covering the lanes, and uh, it was just a small game. So that is going to take us to the end of the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, Hallsville 22, the Eagles nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. We'll change into the field here as it'll bring up a third down for the Eagles. As they will be going now left to right on your media center or Show Me Sports Network app. Bring up a third and three here. Ball spotted at the 44-yard line. It's really third and four. They've got to get to the 40. They'll give it to Smith straight up the middle, but second effort might get him close to it as he was initially just stopped, ran into a wall, but he squirts through, and Bowles does a nice job there. That was a good job running there. That was the rare time that Hallfield did not blitz a linebacker, but the linebacker still filled pretty good, and good hard run. Good job. So they say he actually picks up the first down, so... Good job on his part to second and third effort gets him that new set of downs. As again, they'll have twin receivers on either side. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. It's low. He's going to go down and get it. Now he's going to look near side, roll near side, point out some traffic, throw into traffic, and it'll be short as just couldn't put enough emphasis on it to get it to McKee or to Morris. That's a time where Hayden felt the pressure up the middle, so he decided to scramble to the right. Didn't get his feet set that time before he threw. Um, it was well covered, so actually that was probably 
a better choice to throw it weak and short versus into the wide receiver because they had them well covered. Clock stopped a minute and 12 seconds. Sorry, 11 minutes and 12 seconds here before halftime. Can't read my numbers. They'll send, again, high snap over Stillman's head, but bounces right to him. He's going to keep it himself, and he'll be taken down for about a six- or seven-yard loss. Yeah, high snap, got over his hands, um, got a lucky bounce, a bounce right back up to him after he hit the ground. So he was able to catch it clean, but unfortunately, they were already sending two linebackers that time with their three. So uh, there was no room to run. So it will be a third, and we'll say 16, as ball at the 46-yard line for the Eagles. That's on the Indians' 46-yard line. They've got to get all the way down to the 30 of the Indians to pick up the new set of downs. So Stillman will have trip receivers far side, one on the near side. He'll get the shotgun snap. He's rolling far side, has some pressure, looking downfield, overthrew his receiver, was intended for Kellen Ash and just airmailed it over his head. Yeah, that time Halsman only had the interior down three linemen ru- rushing, so he had quite a bit of time to, to uh, catch the ball and get out there and, and throw it. Um, had a wide open wide receiver, just a little on the high side. Yeah, he would have been short of the first down marker anyways. So they'll run a bunch of receivers down here on the near side, again working left to right. They'll have quads here near side, one far side. Stillman will get it. He'll pooch kick it. Nice high hanging punt is going to just pretty much dig into the grass at the 25-yard line. Takes a couple bounces, but dies right there. So that's where Hallsville will take over as they lead 22 to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Hallsville will take over at their own 25-yard line as they lead 22 to nothing here with 10 12 left to go here in this first half of action. In a historic rivalry, this is lucky number 13 matchup between these two teams. Record does sit in favor of Hallsville. They lead the series seven wins to just five wins for the Eagles. They will have it, as I said, their own 25-yard line as they'll have a new set of downs to work with. Cobb will roll on the far side with a pretty much designed quarterback keeper. He'll have short yardage, and he's going to be cut down there. Good job by the Eagles' left side there. Defensive end came up, was getting double teamed, held his ground. That caused Tucker Cobb to have to 
run it, run it up, and uh, Eagles did a good job of filling the lanes, making the tackle. So good job, Eagles, there on the defense. So brings up a second and seven as he gets about a three-yard gain. And they'll have quadru- or three receivers here on the near side. Almost took off early, though. They have four receivers total. Cobb will have to roll here to the near side, get out of the pocket, but hits his receiver at the 40-yard line before he's upended there. But catching that is senior A.J. Austin. He's got an easy chain mover. Yeah, that, that time uh, the Eagles did the same thing. They brought uh, Bob and Endred out to uh, kind of give him a good, good little shove off the, off the line. Didn't really get much hands on him that time, though. And then uh, Tiger Cobb just rolled out to the left. He got a little bit of pressure to his right and threw a nice quick pass to his uh, wide receiver. So ball at the 40-yard line. Cobb will just keep it himself on the far side, take it up the middle. He's off to the races across midfield, the 40, the 35, the 30. He's going to take it to the house at the 10-5 touchdown. He's going to take it 60 yards to the house. I think we saw how fast that kid is right there. He, as soon as he got the snap, he just took off, and I'm pretty sure he wasn't touched at all. Great job by the Indian offensive line to give him a little bit of hole. And like I said, he's so fast, so quick, that the linebackers had no way to react. Yeah, he shot out of there like out of a cannon. He was quickly upfield, takes it 60 yards to the house, adds to that lead. They will try for a two-point conversion again. They have a stacked backfield. Cobb will fake it, pass it to Austin, and pass is good. So that'll make it a 30 to nothing ball game here with 8.59 left here before halftime. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. <laughs> We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. Well, it took him three plays. They go 75 yards. And score. Two-point conversion was good. That makes it 30 to nothing with 8.59 left here before halftime. It's just hard to hang with this juggernaut offense of the Indians. That kickoff's going to be taken by one of the upmen. That's Salter. He's across the 40. He'll get a short return. All right, Eagles. Time to get something out of this offense. Offensive line need to dictate what happens here. Far off the ball. Nice holes. Maybe we should mix up the snap count a little bit. So Eagles will start. At their own 44-yard line, it's about the best field possession they've had all game. They'll have two receivers far side, 
One on the near side. They'll give it up the middle. Is Bowles, and he'll be lucky if he got to the original line of scrimmage. Just amazing job of the defense that time. They didn't blitz any linebackers. They all kind of stayed deep. Only three defensive linemen. The defensive linemen did a good job of their responsibilities, and the linebackers, like I've been impressed for years, this linebacking group here just fills the holes so quickly. They get where they need to go, and they did a good job of wrapping up. So we'll bring up a second and ten. So they say Bowles got no gain on the play. Same formation again with twins on either side. Stillman in shotgun, looking near side. He's going to hit his receiver in John, and he's got the first down, makes two-man miss. He's going to be across midfield, across the 45, and he's taken down in the big mud pile on the sidelines. Yeah, a wide receiver screen that time to Tate John and pull the big Sam Hampton out there. And Tate did a great job of letting his pulling lineman all 300 pounds of him get out in front of him and did a good job of following the blocks that he had. So excellent play by both young men there. He got a baptism there in that mud mud hole on the sidelines, but he's rewarded with a new set of downs for his team. Stillman will take the shotgun snap. He'll give it off. Two bowls up the middle. Again, nowhere for him to go with it. He's got Indians hog tying him around the waist. Yeah, no room to run there. Their defensive linebackers did a good job. They did blitz someone that time. So after a couple plays of not blitzing anybody, they did get the blitz that time, and that kind of caught us, caught the line a little bit off guard. Clock rolling, 7:20 left here before halftime. Indians lead by a score of 30 to nothing. Just past uh, 7:30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzle here with you, joined by Mike Freeze. Hopefully, you're enjoying tonight's broadcast, or if you're listening to it. As our archived game, we appreciate you listening. They'll send Morris, fake the handoff to him, give it to Bowles here on the near side again. Nowhere for him to go with it as he runs into a wall. Does a great job by their defensive line getting off, holding holding ground, letting their linebackers fill. We tried to uh, do a little bit of misdirection, try to get them to think we were going out to the left, try to get it outside, and off to the running back going up the right. Nothing there. We'll have two receivers here near side. Two on the far side. Here on the near side is Tate John. Well, it's Chase Morris. Simmons will be in shotgun. Plenty of time on the play clock. He'll have bowls behind him. He'll wipe his hands off, get the shotgun snap, looking near side. Hits his receiver. He's got it. Steps out of bounds. That is Tate John on the catch. John picks up about... What about eight yards there? Yeah, or about nine, actually. Good job by the offensive line. Um, left Hayden able to stay in his pocket and get his feet set. Fired a nice strike out to Tate. Tate uh, got upfield at that time, and nice gain of eight and a half or so. So certainly manageable. So we're going under center again, so we're going to go quarterback sneak, or we're going to do something else. That'll be fourth and short. Stillman up under center. He'll give it to... His back, there were two backs in the backfield, and it looks like he is short. That's Bowles. We'll check to see where they spot it, but they are going to say it is a turnover on downs. Yeah, they're number 69 for the Indians. This has happened a couple times this series. He does a, you know, we got five trying to block. There are three on the D-line, and he just gets off the ball so quickly. 
And that's that DJ Larkin. He was, uh, he's their offensive lineman who was All-State last year. He's only a junior, so he was All-State as a sophomore, um, playing very, very well. So we'll be on the 32-yard line for Hallsville. They lead 30 to nothing. Clock stopped, 6-10 left here in this first half. As they will come out, having trip receivers far side. All those in almost as a wing. They'll have one receiver here on the near side. In shot going to be Cobb. He'll be dropping back. Plenty of time back there. Now he's going to step up in the pocket. He's got five yards. He's making it 10. Does a nice spin move. He's still dragging the pile. He's got 15 yards out of midfield. And he's got a new set of downs. He also gets a nice little mud bath there. Well, they had a, a trips formation to the right side, and generally the trips formation for them means pass. Sure enough, they means pass. Eagles did a great job covering the wide receivers on what they thought was going to be a pass play, but unfortunately, uh, the quarterback steps up and gets, what, 20 yards on that? Yeah, he got uh, he got more than 15. Nice job. He was about five yards before anybody touched him. So I have one receiver near side, three on the far side, under six to go here in the first half. Again, Hallsville leads 30 to nothing. Rolling on the far side, he'll keep it himself as Cobb. He's got another first down and more still on his feet. He's on. He is off to the races, and he is gone as he takes it 50 yards to the house. This shows you how good of a tough runner he is. This is not the first time tonight, but he's had people around his ankles, but he kicks his feet, runs really well, keep his knees up, and he always breaks that first tackle, especially if it's a ankle tackle, and then once he gets a step, he's gone. He's the fastest player on the, on the field. So Cobb takes it 50 yards. That was a two-play, 68-yard drive. So they will try for two here. Makes it a 36 to nothing score. So Cobb will be back in shotgun. Now he'll send one in motion. He'll give it off, and up the middle is his back in Fowler, and he has no problem there. I think that was Hobbs that time. Nope, it was Fowler. You're right. Nice hard run. So Where? that takes it to a 38 to nothing score here with 538 left to go in the first half. We'll pause to be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Five thirty-eight left on the clock here in the first half. As the Indians lead thirty-eight to nothing. They have looked very impressive. They show why they're 5-0 and on the season so far. Yes, they do. Very impressive offense. Very balanced. They can run it. They can run inside. They can run outside with power, with speed. They can throw the ball short, deep. 
A little pooch kick. It'll be taken at the third at the 25. And I think that's John with it. Nope, that's more is that Morris? That that's Morris. So at this point it's an it's just a guess on who's got what because there is quite a bit of mud on some of these jerseys. So Morris did return it. Nice good run. He he made a decision of where to go and hit it. Um, when you're on a kickoff return, sometimes you just cannot sit back there and wait. You've got to make a decision where you're going to go and hit that hole hard. He did a good job with that. Eagles have it at their own 46-yard line. They'll come out here working left to right with twin receivers on either side. Stillman will be in shotgun, has bowls behind him. He'll quickly look near side. He's got it to John. He's got five yards. He's got ten. Still on his feet. He's got near 15 yards. Yeah, same play we ran on the previous where it was a quick screen out to the, the right flat, pull the right tackle, Sam Hampton. Um, Sam Hampton did a great job of getting to the spot for a big guy, and uh, Tate did a great job of following his blocker. A good five, seven yards. Yeah, it's nothing fancy, but you know what? It works. It picks up 15 yards. So they'll have a new set of downs to work with. They'll look over and get the play call. As ball spotted at the 40-yard line of the Indians. Clock rolling, under five to go here in the first half. In same formation, twin receivers either direction. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll pitch it off. Working on the far side is Bowles. Cuts it inside. He's got six, seven yards. Nice job to cut inside where he had some room, and he picks up, he'll say, eight yards, almost nine. Yeah, great play call there. That time there, uh, Right inside linebacker came, and we thankfully had the pitch called to the opposite way. Lyman did a good job of getting downfield, getting some holes. And nice play, eight-yard pause for this play. I'm going to bring up a second and two. That's something that we talked about with head coach Trent Tracy in the pregame conversation is that they've been averaging five, six, seven yards pretty much across the board with anybody in the backfield. Quick again pass over here to the near side. That's Evans with it. He's got the first down, it appears. It'll be close if he's not. Yeah, quick screen pass to the wide receiver. Did not pull anybody that time, but was able to get the the two yards needed for the first down. So they do move the chains. So he'll pick up about three yards there, but moves the chains. The ball will be spotted at, it's like the 30-yard line. So twin receivers again either way. Stillman in shotgun. He's going to survey the defense. He'll get the shotgun snap. Fakes to the near side, looking downfield to the corner. He's looking for Morris. Just led him too much. But he put that ball in a position where either his guy could catch it or nobody could. Starting to see a little bit of uh, tiredness, fatigue on the causal dude's line. And that time, it gave him a perfect chance to call the deep pass. He had plenty of time off the line. Did a great job of giving the quarterback time to stay in pocket. Get his feet set, but he just overthrew him. Receiver was covered by two people, but he did have a step on him. So it'll be second and ten. Now, ball actually spotted to 29. So I miss Saul. I thought it was at the 30. It's at the 29. So dropping back is Stillman again, looking downfield, has some pressure. Now he's going to roll to the near side, and he's going to be taken down and piled upon near the 40. 
fantastic job by number 69, DJ. He just, uh, wow, they only, they only sent three guys, but that means they had eight guys back in coverage. They had our guys covered very, very well. And it's awful hard for, for a lineman to uh, block a guy for, for more than three seconds on the pass play. And, and that was a great job by number 69 to stay with the ball. And uh, he definitely might be a farmer. He planted quarterback I, in the ground that Absolutely. Time. If, if he's not, he needs to think about that as a career because he just absolutely obliterated Stillman into that soggy grass. Say he wasn't quite back at the 40, but... So it will be a third and very long. They'll send Morris in motion. They'll fake it to Bowles. Stillman will keep it on the end around, and he's going to drop his knee and then stand up and then get driven back down into the grass. Yeah, nowhere to go that time. Indians uh, defense, they're not sending a lot of pressure right now. They're just keeping the three linemen in there, keeping the linebackers in their normal depth, and uh, they're doing a fantastic job of flowing to the ball. I agree. They're not sending a ton of pressure, but the problem is it's coming from every which way, and right now the Eagles are on their heels trying to figure out where it's coming from and what it's going to be. It's not the most pressure, but they are just got them guessing right now. Yeah, they're linebackers, like I said before, just quality, quality linebackers. So we expect to see. Well, I thought Stillman was going to punt it, but it looks like they're going to go for it here on fourth down. He's going to roll to the near side, throw it up, and Evans... Had a chance for it. However, I don't know if he ever reestablished himself in bounds because he was standing out of bounds when he thought about putting up a hand to catch it. Yeah, he had no, he had no chance really. The ball was a good two, three yards outside. Good pressure by the Hallsville Indians there. They got uh, Hayden moving to the right. And any time you get any high school quarterback rolling right or left, they're just not as good as a thrower as they are when they're in the pocket. So that was a pretty impressive job by the Defensive line there for the Indians. So they will take over on the 34-yard line. The Indians lead 38 to nothing with a minute 47 left here in this first half. They'll hand it off to Fowler. He's working inside, now goes outside. He had good stiff arm going, and he'll come out of bounds, and there's going to be a flag as I don't think that was intentional. That that is very slick, but either way, that might have cost one of the Eagles players Chance to come back in the game as Fowler was riding out of bounds and ends up shoving at the very end. Shoves Chase Morris, and Morris is laying on the turf. He went down hard, flat on his back, but he's holding yeah, his yeah. lower leg. They are going to wave off the yeah. flag. And that, that's probably the right call there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Two Eagles on him. They've All three of them were pushing against each other a good two, three yards outside. So, yeah. And as, was, much, uh, as much as to be a homer, you would like to see that flag called. I do think that it was just caught up in the moment because it yeah. is muddy right there. They were had two or three guys trying to get some traction and ends up catching on that lip of the play. turf there. So rolling on the far side is Cobb. He's got some pressure, but steps up, find his receiver. First down and more at midfield as A.J. Austin still on his feet, breaking tackles. He's got 20 yards. What a fabulous play by the Indians that time. Again, they trips, when they run trips, that's another one of those four or five formations that if they line up that way, it's going to be a pass 80% of the time. We had it defended well. We had good, good, uh, good pass rush, but quarterback stepped up and threw a nice play. Same, same formation. So they were rolled to the far side as Cobb. Again, looking downfield, looking 
He's going to hit his receiver, but he dropped the ball, so pass incomplete. Yeah, the one thing you can say about Hallsville, they, they like the run of dozen or so different formations, and they have about four or five different formations that they set. It's probably going to be a pass, so they're a little bit predictable there, but normally they execute so well, and that time the throw was a little bit low, and that caused their uh, good great wide receiver to drop it. So it looks like they're going to be in the same formation again. A minute 12 left to go here in this first half. They'll have trips bunched up on the far side, one here on the near side. Cobb will take it himself straight up the middle, makes one man miss, makes another miss. He'll be across the 30, and it looks like he's close to moving the chains. But a good good coach, a good offense, like Conyers is, knows (laughs) his weaknesses and will work on it. Definitely giving the other teams that they're going to play down the road something to think about. So under a minute to go here in... The first half, again, Hallsville leads 38 to nothing. Trips far side, one near side. Cobb dropping back, looking for the corner, throws it up for grabs, and his receiver runs under it for a touchdown. Have to get the make and model of that freight train over there, but I believe it's number seven, A.J. Austin. It's the best-selling make and model that we have tonight. Beautiful pass that time. He had plenty of time to get his feet set. And he just threw it up there, did a good job letting his wide receiver run under it. Um, just beat our guy, unfortunately. hate to say it, but our guy just got beat. That has That is faith in your wide receiver, too, because he just threw it up there, laid it out, and Austin goes under it for the 27-yard touchdown pass. So we'll try for the two-point conversion. And keeping himself as Cobb, and he goes in for the two-point conversion. So Tiger Cobb completes that two-point conversion, and that makes it a 46 to nothing ball game. And we have 43, give me 45.3 seconds left here in the first half. So we'll pause and take a break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Well, it didn't take much time off the clock, but it's five plays. Does a total of 66 yards, camped off by a 27-yard touchdown pass from Cobb to Austin. So 45.3 seconds left here in the first half as the Indians lead 46 to nothing. Smith and Morris will actually not. Oops, sorry. Let's see if that is Morris back there. They got taken out on the sidelines. So high end over end kick will be taken by Smith on about the 20. He'll be working far side. Just takes it straight up field. Somebody on the Eagles got lit up there. It looks like everybody's going to get up and be a okay. Definitely a hard-hitting game. 
Both sides are doing a pretty good job of getting some good licks in. He's going to feel that tomorrow, I am sure. So it'll be on the 35-yard line. That's where the Eagles will take over. They trail 46 to nothing. The Eagles will set up shop there. They've got twin receivers on either side. Stillman a look near side, throws a little screen pass off to John. He's got five yards, ten, still going. Nice job of blockers to get up, give him some room. Yeah, that, that time the Indians were playing off a little bit like most teams would with less than a minute to go in the half and a big lead. And that able that left uh, Take John able to catch the pass and then get upfield his other uh, wide receiver. Uh, no, that gets a good block for him. I guess that wasn't Tate John, was it? I think that, that was Tate John. Okay. He comes out and as he's got, I think, mud in his helmet or in his eye right now, so they're trying to get his face cleaned off. They'll give it to Bowles. I'll fake it, actually, as Stillman let that go in the belly, deep in the belly, and he pulls it out, gets a couple yards. Yeah, good job by number 69 on the Hallsville, Hallsville side of the ball. Did a good job of pushing the, the ball outside. Right, we'll take us to halftime. As your score at halftime, the Indians. Well, I, think we, I think they said they called a timeout. Yeah, I was going to say, Trent's not the type of person that wouldn't not call a timeout and try. Everybody's got to. He never gives up. Everybody's got to go back. We're going to try this again. One more play. So one second left on the clock in the second quarter. As we said, hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. We are at 8 o'clock here in Ashland as the Eagles hosting the Hallsville Indians. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Whether you're listening to it on our media center, find that on showmesportsnetwork.com or listening on our app. Either way, we're glad you're tuning in. If you're listening to it as an archived game, we appreciate that. So, you know, we had uh, a couple parents come up and talk before the game, said she enjoys listening to it at work. Instead of at the radio, she'll listen to the game. So we appreciate those comments. She said we made intelligent conversation, too. So that was probably the highlight of that conversation for us. Did you pay her, or, did, or do I need to pay her now? Uh, you ought to pay her. Okay, all right. So they're going to try one play here. Is looking downfield. Time will expire, and they just... Put the ball on the ground. They tried to do a little hook and ladder play, but nobody home goes on the turf, and that will end the quarter and end the half as they tried some trickeration but could not get it to work. And they will go to the locker rooms here as we will take a break as well. So we'll pause here and be back as your uh, we'll get your halftime show going as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverwell Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. 
The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. at halftime here as Hallsville leads by a score of 46 to nothing here as it's been pretty much all Hallsville to say the least. Mike's busy working on some scores here for our halftime report but we'll take a look at your scoring summary as well it's pretty much dominated by Hallsville. They started off the game with their opening drive, they took it 75 yards down the field in four plays. It was capped off by a 54-yard touchdown run by Fowler. They went for the PAT. That was good. Sorry, a two-point conversion. That was a run by Fowler. They made it 8 to nothing with 9.45 left to go in the first quarter. Then Hallsville would score again, this time on a 35-yard touchdown run by Hobbs. They tried a two-point conversion. A pass play, it was no good. That was a five-play, 64-yard drive. That made it 14 to nothing in the first quarter with 4.04 left in that first quarter. Then they would score again on a 12-yard touchdown pass from Cobb to Lampkins. Cobb kept it on a two-point conversion on a quarterback keeper. It was a two-play, 32-yard drive. That came with 143 left in the first quarter. That made it a 22 to nothing ball game. Then to go to the second quarter, Hallsville would score on a 60-yard touchdown run by Cobb. The two-point conversion was good. A pass to from Cobb to Austin. That was a three-play, 75-yard drive. That made it 30 to nothing with 8.59 left in the first half. Then Hallsville would score again, this time on a 50-yard touchdown run by Cobb. 
The uh, two-point conversion run by Fowler was also good. That was a two-play, 68-yard drive with 5.38 left to go in the first half. That made it 38 to nothing. And their final score coming on a 27-yard touchdown pass from Cobb to Austin. The two-point conversion by Cobb was good. That was a five-play, 66-yard drive. That made it a 46 to nothing score with 45.3 seconds left in the first half. And that takes us to our score here at halftime. As we said, it has been all Indians as they lead 46 to nothing, trying to spoil homecoming activities here for the Southern Boone County Eagles. And so far through the first half of the game, they have been able to do that. Mike's been working on some of the area game scores. Need a little more time or? All right, so he's got some scores here to give us. All right, so Mexico, who uh, 4-1 coming in, been riding high, been playing well. They're having a tough little challenge from the Fulton Hornets, who are at 0-4. They're only up 7-6 to six at halftime. Uh, Blair Oaks is up 36-20 to 20 over Eldon. Now, that, they probably could have, would have scored by then one of the two. Uh, quite the track meet going on down there in Eldon. We have California over Versailles, 22-6. to six. Um, I don't have a score on Osage and Boonville as of yet, so hopefully we'll get one of those for the end of the game. Battle coming back after a loss last week. They're up 36-0 over the Smith Cotton Tigers. we got Hickman and Jeff City, one of the longest rivalries in the Mid-Missouri area. Hickman is, net, is up 23-21. we got Harrisburg's up 32-0 over the Russellville Indians. Russellville being brand new to the sport of football. So hopefully the uh, Harrisburg does a good job for them. Maybe Since, take it easy on them on the second yeah, half. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Centralia is up 28-6 to six over Highland out of Ewing, Missouri. That's why we didn't, didn't know where. Moberly is up over Marshall, 14 to nothing right now. And that's all the scores that we have right now. I do believe I saw where uh, before that last touchdown, Hallsville had 200 yards rushing already on four touchdowns. So. If it's only 200, I'm, I, I would... I think I would, it's just for those four touchdowns, yeah. <laughs> only 200 yards. So. <laughs> I, would be, I would be lying if I said I wasn't shocked no. by that, but it makes sense because they've had a 54-yarder and they've had a 60-yarder, a 50-yarder. So they are uh, they're racking up yardage very quick-like. But we got halftime, so if they can score 48 points, sorry, excuse me, 46 points in the first half, then... We might be able to score 46 in the second half as well. That means we just have to hold them to no score in the second half. So both teams still in the locker room as halftime activities continue to happen. So we're going to take a break here and then be back. We'll get you set for the second half of action as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. 
Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. 
We're still at halftime here as homecoming king has been crowned. Take John is the king. And the queen is Jersey Wren. So royalties have been crowned here. As we said, the field a little soft and made those girls walk all the way across in these high heels. But looks like everybody's good to go now. Nobody fell. Might be a few uh, ruts out there right now. but No one fell yet. True. They do have to get off the field. It is a little more muddy over here on the sidelines in front of them. But the field, I would say, has held up better than I was expecting it to. So I had a chance to walk around and talk with the coaches before the game, and it was definitely very mushy out there. So it's held up better than I was anticipating. Well, congrats to the homecoming king, Tate John, and homecoming queen, Jersey Wren. Congratulations. Get a nice hand from the crowd here. That has made it out for homecoming 2021. As the stands, there's a lot of people that have made their way in Hallsville. A lot have made their way, of course, from Hallsville. It's just a quick trip up the road, and they travel well. Their team sitting at 5-0. and Yeah, you would hope if you have a good good team that you're, you can go 35, 40 minutes tops away. So they're finishing up some pictures here and some other activities. The players jog off towards the locker room. They're getting their halftime instructions from the coaching staff. Oh, well, yeah, Coach, you know, Coach Long yelling at uh, Tate <laughs> right now. He's so, saying, hurry up, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Get off the field, we got stuff to do. He's probably giving them some halftime adjustments right now. A nice job of the homecoming activities and the Coronation here. He's going to walk gingerly across the big mud puddle there. But one thing I was getting ready to say, though, I saw a couple players getting a little chippy toward the end of the of the uh, first half. Um, Harris, you could you could say that the Harris or the Hallsville players historically have been known to be a little on the chippy side. And of course, uh, anybody any team has a hard time if keeping their mouth shut and walking away. But with the score gap that we have, maybe we won't see that type of uh, behavior tonight. Yeah, I did notice that as well. There were a few extracurricular activities, nothing real major, just a lot of uh, strutting out there and trying to get the last word in. Nothing nothing too major, at least. Playing to the whistle. Flag. Yeah. What they're, doing. they're playing to the whistle. Problem was it was the next whistle <laughs> they were playing to. So. Yeah. But they, you know. As of right now, they've been able to keep it, for the most part, in check, and something we'll certainly kind of keep an eye on as the game progresses here in this second half. As uh, we will see about the fastest second half of football all season long here with the clock running. Probably see some of the younger players for the Eagles get some playing time out there. It's really hard to replicate that game speed without actually being in the game so especially against a high quality team 
but Hallsville is. Subsequently, I, I assume Hallsville will also take out some of their starters as they're ahead 46 to nothing. There's no reason to keep your starters in there any longer than you need to. You know, the, the norm seems to be for at least a full series after halftime. Coaches do like to make a couple adjustments at halftime. So a lot of times they want to see whether or not their players can adjust to that. We saw the last touchdown where Hallsville was running their two-minute drill. You know, they're running trips the whole time. You know, a good passing down for them. So uh, I do expect we'll see the starters for at least a series for Hallsville unless uh, Southern Boone can punch one in in the end zone here. Southern Boone should get the ball for the start of the second half. So we're going to take a quick break real quick and then be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care attention class of 2021 it's time to think about your future it's time for you to take action it's time to apply to state tech but you better hurry because space is filling up fast in fact more than 85 percent of our seats will be filled by march so don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kindergarten offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, both teams slowly making their way back onto the field here. We're still at halftime. Been all Indians so far. They lead by a score of 46 to nothing. So Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Fries. We're bringing you coverage all season long here of Southern Moon County Eagles football. Well, the Moon County entered the game two and three and two and two in district play. 
for Hallsville. They sit at 5-0 and 3-0 in district play. Of course, Hallsville, Class 2, District 6 for Southern Boone County. They are Class 3, District 5. Well, both these two teams matching up in the Tri-Counties Conference. Well, how do you treat a second half when you're down 46 to nothing at halftime? Well, they only need to score 47 more. Yeah. That's, well, how I, that's how I work it. I think for the Eagles, what you do, you, you come in to the second half, keeping thinking zero zero. So let's think of zero zero. Let's uh, start fresh. Let's get off to do with the fundamentals. Um, they've done a pretty good job for the most part of uh, keeping care of the ball. And then we just had that one interception, I believe. Is that correct? Just one interception? Yep, just one interception. And so done a pretty good job taking care of the ball. There hasn't been a ton of penalties. The snaps have been pretty good except for one. So just uh, let's stick to the fundamentals. Let's get linemen. Let's uh, get into their faces. Let's push them back a little bit. Let's get something positive that we can take from this in the second half. Yeah, I, I agree exactly. And, you know, I think something you're, you're not – you don't want to give up the game here at halftime. But it's an opportunity to help with some growth of some players. You know, you want to be realistic and honest that the Eagles are probably not going to come back from this 46-point deficit. It's not impossible, but it's, it's very improbable. But you have that opportunity to get some good looks, to give some players the opportunity to get under the, the lights on Friday night and have a chance to... Get that game time experience. But like you said, you come out and you think of it as it's a zero to zero score. You're going to come out here in the second half. You're going to make those adjustments. You're going to find those bright spots to uh, focus on here in the second half and try to try to get the ground get the ground game working a little bit. Try to get the passing game when you need to, and just try to find those positives. Well, Coach Cumming just gave a nice uh, nice uh, encouraging. Talk to his uh, defensive lineman just now as he walks up to the uh, coach's booth up here. So hopefully that will have a little lasting for the players here. But certainly all starts right now, having a good, get a good return, good positive play. And starting at one positive play at a time. So Hallsville will have it teed up as deep back to receive are the Eagles. See, that mud hole is growing rather largely on the sidelines. It's going to be a shorter kick taken at the 22-23. As working far side with it. Let's see if that's Morris carrying it. That's a great that's job good. by the Indians there on their coverage. They get down and they, and they cause our guys just to kind of sit still and go side to side instead of making a decision and getting upfield. Um, that's what we saw that time and our guy just kind of sat there and kind of went right, went left, and decided to go right, and all over, all over. So we've got to do a little better job going forward on that. So we'll be on their own 32-yard line are the Eagles. They'll have twin receivers on either side. Stillman will be in shotgun. They'll send Morris in motion, and they'll pitch it off to Smith. He's trying to work the corner here. He'll get cut down before he is. At the line of scrimmage. What a fabulous job by their inside linebacker, number 30. I think that's Hobbs. He blitzed from the left side. We tossed it to the left, to the opposite side. He tracked them down from behind for no gain. 
Just an amazing job by the blitzing linebacker. So offensive line's got to pick that person up. Three defensive linemen, one blitzing linebacker, five old linemen to four. Got to get a got to get a shoulder pad on that guy. And they're working right to left here, as it'll be no gain on the play. They're throwing to the far side, receiver wide open, but drop the football. We'll bring up a third down here. Yeah, the pass was there. She normally the sure-handed Tate. Come on, Tate, let's get that ball. But he did a good job getting his feet set. Nice good throw. It was right there. And that play's worked pretty well for us. That previous play, you talked about players getting chippy. There was actually two Indian players that were going at it. I think one of them got up off the ground, was trying to retaliate against one of the Eagles, <laughs> and his teammate stopped him, and he took a shot at him. So they'll give it on a crossing pattern on the end around as Morris has got it. And he's going to have five, six yards before he's going to be cut down there. So, Yeah, nice play. And we got some more chippiness. One of our guys kind of pushed uh, one of their guys who just made a good play. Got to keep that. And you start to see that frustration coming out a little bit here. It'll be fourth down. Doesn't help either that we know this field is not in the greatest of conditions. So you see players taking a little extra time to stop themselves. Not playing pinball down there. So it'll be fourth and five at the 37-yard line. Trip receivers far side, one near side. They showed blitz, and Stillman's going to take it for himself. He's across the 40. He's working here to the near side, angling at the 45 below the first down before he puts on the brakes and gingerly gets through the little mud stretch there and has a new set of downs. Yeah, very fortunate play right there. The The ball was snapped low. We wanted to go to the right. We had the play set to the right. They had defense to, to the right. They had us well covered. Unfortunately for us, or for them, they had nobody on the backside. So Hayden uh, decided, you know what, I think I can see a lot of green and get it, and he did pick up the first down on a kind of a broken play. But nice oh. job. Trip. Formation on the far side, one near side. Stillman again in shotgun. He'll get it, dropping back. Looking far side, just threw it over his receiver. Threw it just about a half hand too tall. Yeah, that was high. Uh, the defensive line for the Halls by the time looked a little tired. Seen some fatigue sitting in. And uh, well, that's when they come bring in a substitution right now. So they rushed three. They didn't get any pressure on them. Good job by the offensive line. That gave Hayden plenty of time to throw the ball, but he just threw it a little high. Clock rolling, 8.40 to go here in this third quarter. It's 46 to nothing, Hallsville. Second and 10 there. Show some motion. Trying to shift over. Yeah, they, our guys uh, went early when they were shifting their defensive line to our right, and that caused one of our guys to move early. So that was a lucky timing for them. He caught that when he did. So they were trying to shift their defensive line to the left. Our guy decided to move. So to bring up a second and 15 here. Again, clock nearing eight to go in this third quarter. They'll change their formation, have twins on either side with one back in the backfield. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll get the offense set. Calls for the snap. He'll fake it. And ball was over one receiver's head and at the feet of a second receiver. Yeah, that time on defense there, they had, well, our inside slot guy wasn't covered. There wasn't really anybody close to them. 
So I don't know if that was something that we made an adjustment at some point. Um, but unfortunately, that was kind of a, it wasn't a pretty pass. It was kind of a, kind of high, kind of soft, and took too long to get there and was too high. So that's a couple times now that the ball's been over, overthrown. But that'll be third down, third and 15. As trips on the far side, one near side. Again, the Eagles working right to left. You're listening to our game tonight. Stillman has pressure. He's got a roll to the far side. He's just going to flip it up, but got his back, who was the relief valve, and he's going to have about five yards. That was Smith there as the emergency outlet. He got called upon. Yeah, that was a nice job there by Hayden. He had two, they, they sent two linebackers, got through, caused penetration, caused them to move to the left. He just did a very Mahomes-like, Aaron Rodgers-like, kind of flipped it up in front of him, kind of like a like a playing basketball or something. And uh, he caught it right in stride and saved uh, saved at least a seven-yard loss and turned it into a positive gain. So nice play by everyone involved there. So it'll be fourth and ten here for the Eagles. I would be shocked if they punt it. Being down 46 to nothing, you might as well go for it. They'll have... Trips on the far side, play clock down to two. One receiver near side, Stillman steps up in the pocket. Now he gets it to Ash, and he's going to be about three yards short of the first down marker. That's something they got to watch on film to say, if you run that route, get to the sticks and get one yeah. yard beyond. That was a really nice job by the quarterback there. Hayden Stillman did a good job. You know, he looked at his first read, covered, second recovery. He actually went to his third read that time, something you normally don't see at this level. So he did a great job of finding somebody. Did a good job stepping up in the pocket to get some room to throw. And uh, unfortunately, like you said, it was three yards short of the first down. But that's a nice positive play. You can take something positive from that going forward. So Hallsville will take over. They have the 46-point lead, five and a half to go here in the third quarter. Take over on the 47. They'll hand it straight up the middle as Fowler. And he's going to be stopped quickly. This defense coming alive. Nice job. Who was that? Sam Hampton did a good job of coming down the line of scrimmage. Good job, guys. Nice job. So they say no gain on the play. They'll bring up second and ten. Again, they'll have trip receivers far side, one here on the near side. Receiver down here, he's got a very clean jersey on. One back in the backfield, that's Fowler. So Combo get the hand on or get the uh, snap. He's rolling to the far side. Decided to keep it himself. He'll pick up five, six yards on the play. Yeah, just the option to the left that side, and it uh, looked like he was going to pitch it for a second, but he decided to keep it and turn it upfield. No one uh, forced the play, so the quarterback in that case is taught to keep running. So we'll bring up a third and manageable, third and four. Again, clock at four and a half to go. Indians leading 46 to nothing. They'll pass it on the far side, first down and more. As getting it is A.J. Austin. He's got about uh, 12, 13 yards. Yeah, they line up in their doubles formation again. That's one of their four or five formations where they like to be very, very pass heavy, if not pass 100% of the time. And it was a quick, quick uh, five, six, seven yards and out to uh, number seven. Exactly what they needed. They ran the pass play to what they needed. So we'll move the chains. Ball spotted now on the other side. Of the field at the 35-yard line of the Eagles. Got a trips to the right. This is another one of those pass-heavy formations that they like to run. They got one on the far side, three here on the near side. Cobb will be in shotgun. He'll 
fake it. He'll keep it himself. Looked over here for just a second and pushes the pile. He's got close to 10 yards himself. Of course he did after I said it was going to be a pass. But nice job. Good play call. Got all the focus. Got our defense spread out. So why not run up the middle with your really, really good running quarterback? So got some subs in for the Eagles on defensive line. Get some fresh guys in there. Hopefully they can cause some pressure. Well, they had to respect the pass there, as you were indicating. Just gave them an eight-yard run. It'll be second and short. They'll hand it off. Nope. As he'll keep it himself, rather, up the middle. He's got the first down. He'll be near the goal line. Just do such a good job of putting that ball in the belly, pulling it out, and really disguising those handoffs. Yeah, that's a perfect fake. Um, and really, the Eagles had it covered for the run. They had the trips to the right. We only had two guys out there. So we were playing the run more than anything else. And we got the same thing again, trips to the right. Just got two guys out there, Bob Amber Andert up there. And really, nobody else close on the inside. Cobb's in the shotgun. He'll throw it over to his senior back or senior receiver in A.J. Austin, and he will be thrown down for a loss. Fantastic play by the Eagles deep into that time. Read it well, came up, made the tackle, wrapped it up, and stayed wrapped the entire time. So nice play by the defender. It was a second and goal, or first and goal rather at the two. Now it's second and goal at the eight. Six-yard loss on that pass play. Nice job of Morris to read that all the way and come up. So, again, spread out. Trips on the far side, one near side. Cobb with it. He'll give it off to Fowler. He's snowed under quickly at the line of scrimmage. I don't know if he even got back to it. Fantastic job by the defensive line. Like I mentioned earlier, we got some substitutions in, in there on defensive line, and they got a little bit of energy, got in there, caused some uh, havoc for, for number 41, who's been a really good hard runner all night, but not that time. I say he lost a yard. It'll bring up third and goal from the nine. Cobb will get the shotgun snap. It's low. He picks it up, looking downfield. Has the ball out of his hands. It's on the grass. We're going to see who's coming up with it. Still nobody, I don't think, has exact possession, and we'll see. They're going to say it stays. With the Indians. Yeah, no problems with the snap. It was right where it was. He read and was getting ready to throw the ball. And he put his, pulled his arm up and hand up, and then the ball just fell out. So he lost the grip. Don't know if it's wet or what happened that time. That ball just squirted out of his hands there, and both teams jockeying to try to get it, but the Indians come down with it. As that'll bring up a fourth and goal at the 13-yard line. Cobb dropping back, looking far side receiver, wide, wide open. open. Touchdown. Oh, he dropped it. But he dropped it. So he drops what would be a wide open touchdown. That'll be a turnover on downs. Well, it was a good job by the Eagle defense. Most of those plays were positive for us. So good job sticking it out. Now let's see if we can't do anything in offense this time. Wow, that was a fast third quarter. Told you it was the fastest quarter. <laughs> be fastest second half, you'll see. As clock winds down, that takes us to the end of the third quarter. So still a 46 to nothing ball game. They'll switch ends of the field as the Eagles will have it after they turn over on downs. So we will pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Well, we've got one quarter left here in our ball game as Hallsville leads 46 to nothing. We'll switch into the field as the Eagles will have the football to start the fourth quarter. So we got a 0-0 second half. Well, so far they're listening to our excellent uh, <laughs> play calling. Well, I shouldn't say play calling. Our excellent advice over how they should handle the second half. So far, as you said, it's been a 0-0 second half. Really like to see the Eagles march down, get that goose egg off the board, but most importantly, that would give them the, lead, the half lead at least here in the second half. So they will have to go 87 yards down the field. As Stillman will be in shotgun, he'll have twin receivers either way, one back in the backfield. They'll hand it off. That's Bowles with it. He's working near side. He's got the first down and more. Still on his feet. Nice spin move across the 30. Good job there, Brad. Brad Smith. A uh, lot of clean white jerseys on the Halls of Indian side, and the offensive line took advantage of their fresh, clean white jerseys on the defensive line. Did a fantastic job. Get a nice hole, especially on the right side with Donegan and Hampton. Did a good job, and Bradley. He, 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 runs, he runs fast. He moves his feet fast if he's got a hole, and that time he did. Yeah, picks, up, picks up 18 yards. It'll be new set of downs. Quick pass off to John as he's across for 12, 13 yards. He'll move the chains as well. Yeah, it's the third time we've seen that wide receiver screen to the right with uh, big Sam Hampton pulling out there. And, again, Tate did a wonderful job of waiting for his lineman to get there. He did a great job and did a good job blocking. Um, Hampton did a good job blocking this guy. A good five, seven yards after contact. Uh, just so. like that, two plays. They've covered 34 yards. The ball at the 47-yard line for the Eagles. Stillman will be in shotgun again. Twin receivers on either side. Has Smith standing behind him a couple yards. They'll throw a little screen pass off to the far side. And it'll be across midfield before John is tripped up. That's Evans, rather, with it. Nice quick pass play, uh, trying to take advantage of the Indians not being quite knowing what they're doing here. They do have their most of their subs. Only see about two clean white jerseys out there. Most yeah. of everybody else are their backups. On the contrary, the jerseys for the Eagles are quite dirty. It's a little hard to pick up some of these numbers. It's hard to see on a good day anyways. So I'll have, again, same formation with Twins. They'll send somebody on the end around. I believe that's Evans. A flag comes in. He's across midfield. He's going to have good yardage. Still on his feet across the 40 down at the 30, but we've got a flag. I think it's going to be in the realm of holding. Yep, holding on the Eagles. So that will... Back him up on a great end around. 
Will back. The Eagles up. At least the positive they get to redo the down, but it should have been a first down run is now backed up to a second and long. Clock rolling under 10 to go here in the ball game. So it'll be second and long as Stillman will be in shotgun again. He'll get it looking near side and just threw it over and out of the hands of Tate John. Yeah, it's supposed to be the, the, you know, the quick pass play out. And unfortunately, it's balled a little bit high. Um, just doing a little quick roster check. We're seeing mostly sophomores and freshmen. There's quite a few freshmen out here right now for Harris, sorry, Hallsville. And what's, that's certainly good for them. Gives their young guys a chance to play against some uh, good, good competition in a varsity setting. This helps them be better for next year. So they'll have twins either way. They'll send one in motion here to the near side. Stillman will get it. Now he'll pitch it off to his running back working the near side. He's got those feet going. That's Smith, and he's got the first down horse collar tackle as somebody had him by the back of the jersey, by the back of the shoulder pads. Yeah, great shape. Great play by the offensive lineman. Pulled the offensive lineman from the left to the right side. Did a good job of sealing the end in. And Bradley's got his wheels moving tonight. Well, Bradley Smith picks up great yardage there. Moves the chains. Ball spotted at the 34-yard line of Hallsville. So again, twins either way. Stillman in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll give it off to Smith. He takes it up the middle, now cuts towards the far side. He's pancaked at the 30, finally driven down there. Another play where he pulled Lyman from the opposite side. Um, Seemed a little bit slower to get up there. Looks like the hole was to the right side. He said he turned it back inside. I think that was mostly because it it was really slow. The uh, the guard, left guard, uh, Jonas Sapp, did a good job again to the spot. There wasn't really many, anybody there for him to block, and that's tough sometimes to find someone to block. So to bring up a second and either a long six or a short seven, however you want to look at it. It's a second and manageable here as Stillman will fake pitching it off to the near side, looking far side for his receiver. He throws it up for grabs, and it's going to be incomplete, and a oh. late, late flag comes in. I was wondering where that was at as the receiver... I think we got lucky on that one. I think that's Evans down there. He just flat got ran into. Yeah, he was open probably a good three, two or three yards, and then the uh, the ball kind of held up in the air. Yeah, it just hung. And then the deep back kind of came back into him, stuck his arm up, and, you know, for me being far away, I thought it was a good play with the defense, but, heck, the official's a lot closer to the ball than I am, so we'll take it. Well, they are going to call that as pass interference. I think they got him. It looked relatively good, like it was defended quite well, but I think running into him, they'll move it upfield. Clock rolling, 5, 640 rather to go here. 46 to nothing, Hallsville. They'll give it off to Smith, working up the middle. He's got some clings on the jersey, but still able to pick up decent yardage, and I think we just saw a flag for chippiness from Hallsville. Looked like one of the Hallsville players was doing a little extracurricular activities with one of the linemen for the Eagles. 
Yeah, I'm not sure these uh, freshmen and sophomore Indians should be very chippy themselves. But anyway, that was a good job previous play by the offensive line. Did a good job. They're still firing out, even though they they are more fatigued than the, than the Hallsville is because they got their subs in. But they're doing a fine job of pushing the line downfield. The ball will be spotted, looks like, at the four-yard line. So it'll be first and goal for the Eagles, who trail 46 to nothing here in this game. Clock rolling 6-15 left here in the ball game. Stillman will give it off to Bowles. He works inside, cuts far side. See if he's in there. Say so he must be pretty close. So Bowles did not get in, but he got close. Nice job by Bowles. He was going to the right. Saw a little crease to the left. Playing sweat and made a quick cut to that. You always tell, tell running backs you're allowed to make one cut to make it count. So it looks like it's second and goal ball spotted at the three blade of grass. So they say timeout. Yeah, timeout for Hallsville. Eagles had the foot to foot offensive line, line splits quarterback under center, and uh, that's been uh, quarterback sneak mo most of the time this season. So we'll see what Hallsville does. They are still sticking with their most of their second team people in there on defense. They have not subbed out for their starters like a lot of teams would to try to keep a shutout in play. So hats off to Conyers for trying to get a lot of people playing. So Maine just carrying it. I went off. I went off your call. <laughs> it is hard to see these jerseys on a good day, and with the rain that happened here and the mud on the sidelines, it it's a little difficult to see. So we'll bring up a second and goal here. Clock stopped 540. First time it stopped in the second half. So it'll be second and goal. Ball at the three blade of grass mark. Just shy of the goal line. Stillman will be up under center. He'll get it. He'll pitch it off to Mange. He's working the near side. He falls in for the one-yard touchdown run. Nice play call by the Eagles that time. The timeout gave Hallsville a chance to defend the quarterback sneak. They had every single gap covered. So, thankfully, Coach Long, Coach Tracy, whoever made that call, decided to, uh, well, if they're going to have everybody inside the box, let's get it outside. It was a good toss to the right. Yeah, that was a great play call decision. They ended up going 10 plays, 87 yards downfield. Salter will come on to try the PAT. High snap. Place is not good. Salter's going to still be alive with it, working around, and he'll try to dive for the end zone. But that does not go anywhere. So that will take us to a score of 46-6. to We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, we at least know it won't be a shutout. As the Eagles able to score on that one-yard touchdown run. The PAT was no good. Well, that takes us to a 46-6 score. Clock continuing to roll here. Under three and a half to go in the ball game. And Salter will have it teed up. Might be a good time to maybe think about an onside kick which is what they'll do, and it is recovered by Hallsville. Yeah, that was a good kick, actually. It kind of, when it got about nine yards down, it kind of popped up in the air and kind of stayed up there, and the uh, Indian wasn't terribly aggressive in going and getting it, but uh, normally that could be a bad news. But good job. Looks like we got some substitutes in for Indians on their offense. And Eagles are doing the same thing, get the substitutes in on defense. Looks like we'll have a new quarterback in. That is freshman Braden Matheny. So Matheny will be in there as they'll take over. Ball spotted on the 50, under two and a half to go here in the ball game. Hallsville leads 46-6. to He'll move some of the receivers. He'll get the snap, give it off to new ball carrier. And he's going to be thrown down for no gain. Ball carrier is. Looks like we still game. have uh, Sam Hampton in there. Wouldn't be bad to get Sam some, get him some break. It's basically got an early JV preview here. But uh, good job by the defensive line, making getting penetration. These, uh, this offensive line now does look a little, a little bit smaller than the ones we saw earlier. So second and 10 as quarterback keeper nowhere for him to go as he'll be taken down by Hampton in the backfield that's Matheny Alright we've got a couple new guys coming in I guess they're just making sure that they're going to have to wash every jersey out there. You might as well Alright we've got uh, Noah Rice in there freshman and we've got uh, Noah Bermuth sophomore in there right now on the defensive line. So let's see if these young guys can can do something here in the next minute of the game. So it'll be third and long as officially third and 11. In shotgun will be Matheny. He's got twin receivers on either direction. He'll get the hand off to his new back and he'll be quickly wrapped up. A couple yard gain. Aiden Elephanesh carries that. Nice God job by the freshman, Travers, I believe. Coming up, made a nice sure tackle, wrapped up well, brought him to the ground. Nice penetration by the defensive lineman as well, too. 
Clock continuing to roll, nearing 30 seconds to go here in the ball game. As Matheny, they will have to snap it. He's in shotgun, has two receivers on either side. Looks over to the sideline real quick. Play clock down to four, down to three. He'll get the snap. He's just going to roll with it on the far side. He's got three, four yards before he's met at the 45. And that's where he will be stopped. But clock continuing to wind down, and that will close out the ball game as your final score, Hallsville Indians 46, and your Southern Boone County Eagles 6. We'll pause here and be back and uh, get you set for our postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway and his crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearm. River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway. Well, homecoming spoiled by the Hallsville Indians. As they come to town and pick up the 46-6 victory over the Southern Boone County Eagles, the Eagles drop to 2-4 and four on the season. For Hallsville, they stay undefeated 
as they move to 6-0 and on the season so far. And a couple of those games, too, they've had back-to-back shutouts now. They shut out Osage last week, 20. Sorry, they, they've had shutouts. They maintained that through the first half of the game as they win 46-6, to but had a shutout last week over Osage. So it's a good job in the second half at least to get some points on the board and put some momentum, at least find those positive attributes to put on their side. As taking a look at the scoring summary, well, it was all Hallsville up until uh, late in the fourth quarter as Hallsville would get things started with a 54-yard touchdown run by Fowler. He converted the two-point conversion. That made it 8 to nothing in the first quarter with 9.45 left to go in the first quarter. That was a four-play, 75-yard drive. Hallsville would score again on a 35-yard touchdown run by Hobbs. They tried a two-point conversion. It was a pass play. That was no good. That was a five-play, 64-yard drive. That made it 14 to nothing with 4.04 left in the first quarter. Then Hallsville would score again on a 12-yard touchdown pass from Cobb to Lampkins. Cobb ran in the two-point conversion. That made it 22 to nothing in the first quarter. That was a two-play, 32-yard drive. That came with a minute, 43 left in that first quarter. We would take that score to the end of the quarter and take it into the second quarter of action. Hallsville would score again on a 60-yard touchdown run. That one by their quarterback, Cobb. A uh, touchdown, the uh, two-point conversion, rather, pass from Cobb to Austin was good. That was a three-play, 75-yard drive with 8.59 left before halftime. That made it 30 to nothing. Then that would follow that by a 50-yard touchdown run by Cobb. At a two-point conversion by Fowler, that was a two-play, 68-yard drive. That was a 5.38 left to go before half. That made it 38 to nothing. And then Allsville would score again on a 27-yard touchdown pass from Cobb to Austin. The run on the two-point conversion was good by Cobb. That was a five-play, 66-yard drive. That was with 45.3 seconds left before halftime. That made it 46 to nothing. And then uh, neither team scored in the third quarter. However, with 5.08 left to go in the ball game, the Eagles were able to score on a one-yard touchdown run by Maine. Maine, she, uh, it was a 10-play, 87-yard drive. That made it 46 to 6. Two-point, uh, we you call a two-point conversion PAT. It was no good either way. They tried the PAT. However, ball was slippery, slipped out of the uh, holder's hands, and Salter did his best to try to find the end zone, but uh, just was about five yards short of diving into the end zone trying to pick up that two-point conversion. But that is how we ended up at our final score of 46-6 to in a game that uh, the Eagles tried to... Uh, Tried their best, but just got overmatched by the Indians as the Indians come in and spoil homecoming here at Ashland. As we said, just a tough night for the Eagles. We knew coming in, this is lucky number 13 for them for the matchup between the two teams. We knew it was going to be a tough matchup. However, they just could not get enough going, and uh, the field conditions were a little rough. There's been a lot of rain here, but uh, they just got overpowered by the Indians of Hallsville as uh, Mike's been working on some scores. You got a few finals for us? Got a few, not too many since our game uh, finished pretty quickly here with yeah. the running clock the second half, but just let me just, I'll just add again that Harrisville that's, that's a fine quality team, great program. Like I said, they don't have a weakness on offense. I don't think they have a weakness on defense. Um, they had been a little concerned about their special teams coming in, I recall. 
seeing a quote from Conyers how they've given up a couple um, on uh, returns on touch returns on special teams, but they didn't this time. So at this point, they look good, and they certainly have a fantastic matchup next week when they go up against Blair Oak. So it's too bad that game wouldn't be at a different time <laughs> than ours so we could go watch it because that, that's going to be a heck of a game. I really think so. All right, so the scores that we have uh, as of right now, we got, I did finally get a, a score from Boonville and versus Osage. Boonville is currently up 44-12. to 12. Mexico's kind of put a little little gap between them and Fulton. They're now up 21 to six. Uh, the Blair Oaks Falcons. I've not gotten a score since halftime. Last score I got for them was 36 to 20, and we know with those two scoring offenses, that's no way a current score. Uh, Versailles is kind of creep back in a little bit against California. They're down 22 to 12. Let's see. Jeff City Jays are up on on Hickman now, 31 to 23. They're fantastic running back. Uh, uh, Bethune had a big touchdown. Liberty Blue Jays is taken to the Rockbridge Bruins. They're now up 42 to 23. Last score for Harrisburg was still 32 to 6. Um, Centralia has uh, improved on their lead against Highland Cougars of, from Ewing, Missouri. They're up 40 to 6, and that was a 4 and 1 team there for Highland there. So that's a good, looks like a good win for them. Uh, and I haven't had an update from Moberly. So, so basically, the, the three top teams in the district. Mexico, uh, Boonville, and Blair Oaks, all 4-1, all cruising to another win. So they're going to continue to be at the very, very top. So really, the race where we're concerned is who's the top at that next level. And right now that's, uh, you know, Eldon, Osage, and us. And I think we compete, compare very well. Obviously, we beat Eldon. we got Osage coming up here pretty soon. So, you know, that's where I think if you want to look at where can the Eagles kind of uh, – you know, kind of come back and, and, and have a chance to do something where, you know, play that underdog role, you know, nothing to lose sort of thing. That's where, you know, finish out the season strong to get in that middle range to where maybe you got to play each other to get to the next round because since we only have seven teams in the district, the top one will get a break. And then uh, the top two, you know, of that three, Mexico, Boonville, and Blair, or Blair Oaks, um, you know, those three or two of those three, We'll play the two teams at the bottom. Hopefully, that's not us. Oh, you're absolutely right in uh, in that that it, it's really going to be that, those three grouping right there at the bottom. That it's interesting uh, to to watch how it'll it'll uh, shape out a little bit. And as head coach Trent Tracy talked about it in the pregame, there's a real good chance that you know, we may see Eldon again. So we've at least found one. If we were to play them again, we found one game plan that works. So. It uh, might be at least a, a starting point of sorts that to build upon that to put together a second game plan to beat them if we were to see those, but to see them again. But there's still a lot of football left to go before that point. But unfortunately for tonight, Hallsville spoils homecoming as they win by a final of 46-6. to six. You know, I think the only thing I could say for Hallsville that I see as a weak point is their kicking game. If I had to be critical and pick something, they they obviously are not confident enough to to in there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they don't even line up to give it a try. Yeah, they just go for two point conversion no matter what, and uh, their their uh, kicks as uh, they've been kicking off weren't the deepest, but they were effective nonetheless. So, right. like I said, if I had to find a weak spot for them, I definitely think that would be where it's at. But they seem to be a pretty solid team all the way around. And but just, their offense is so, so damn yeah, good. They just know how to get up the field. They know how to put points up, and, and uh, 
they're deceivingly fast and that you know they're fast, but it's just you blink and they're up the field 30 yards. That's a big thing, a big momentum uh, booster for them is that they're just able to get up the field so quick and, and make smart decisions, make good moves, and find the way to the end zone. Yeah. So, as I said, homecoming spoiled tonight, but you know what? This is the rivalry, I think, of the season between the two. So it lived up to uh, maybe everything you thought. It would be not so much the score, but uh, it still was a rivalry game nonetheless. As you were saying for Hallsville, they will be at home next week as they'll be hosting the Blair Oaks Falcons. And uh, for the uh, for the Eagles, we'll be at home again next week as Osage comes to town. So that'll be another uh, good game. Should be a good game to, to Should be uh, an evenly matched game. Yeah. I, I think we actually have the edge on that. If, if I was a betting man, yeah, it should be should be a good game. But we'll have the coverage here on the Show Me Sports Network uh, next week. Pre-game started about six thirty. Kickoff at seven o'clock. So that'll pretty much do it for our broadcast tonight. For Mike Freeze, I'm Blake Gasaway for the Show Me Sports Network been a pleasure bringing you the broadcast tonight. Don't forget, if you haven't done so, be sure and look us up on Facebook, like our page. We try to share uh, pertinent information to the team and the uh, starting lineups and all those good things as well. So be sure and like our page if you haven't done so. We appreciate you tuning into the broadcast tonight. So long until we talk to you next week with a pregame about 6.30, kickoff at 7 o'clock next Friday night. So long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. Blake Gazaway and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Thank you.